Welcome to the second season of A New Voice of Freedom, the podcast taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer, are now broadcast on weekdays. Podcast 15 of Season 2 is entitled Something from Nothing. Science admits that it is not logically possible for the universe and man to exist. However, the dilemma that science faces is that the universe and man do exist. Therefore, they must account for its existence. Since they deny the existence of God and intelligent design, they have nowhere to go but to the theory of an accidental universe. In what should seem strange to Christians, science abandoned the strict rules of practical science and buried itself into the netherlands of theoretical physics. Science substitutes theory for fact, which frees itself from the reality that everything must be governed by law. Even in the face of scientific evidence, science relies upon three very unscientific explanations for the creation of the universe. One, chance, luck, accident, coincidence, or serendipity of circumstances. Two, something can come from nothing. Three, the anthropic principle. The anthropic principle goes something like this. The universe exists, therefore it must exist by necessity. That is not true science. Another way of stating the anthropic principle is that law exists, therefore God was not necessary to create law. As you can see, the argument is circular. It commits the logical fallacy of begging the question. In fact, every argument science puts forth to explain the origin of life is a form of the anthropic principle. It has the appearance of truth, but it is not truth itself. It is science that claims that creation only has the appearance of intelligent design, or that man only has the appearance of free will. Before going any further, let's say something about the difference between practical science and theoretical science. No one is more tied to the laws of nature than practical science. They have no choice. The principle of causality keeps them humble. They must face the reality of the scientific truth that for every cause there is an effect, and for every effect there is a cause. They live in a world of predictability. In practical science, all theories must wind up in the scientific lab of absolute law and absolute reality. To put it bluntly, in the medical world, if medical science is wrong, it winds up with corpses. Theoretical science, regardless of their protestations, do not stick to the scientific method when forward in their theories of the origins of man and the universe. For example, they cannot prove there is no God, which is a fundamental assumption and they are attributing everything to evolution or chance. Theoretical science sometimes has difficulty discerning among fact, inference, and judgment. Opinion is not a fact just because it is held by scientists. Humility is not one of scientists' primary virtues. They appeal to self-authority. They assume that the more scientists who agree with their opinion, the stronger the evidence. They sometimes overlook the fact that a million opinions do not create one truth. The world once thought the earth was flat. We must separate the mathematical equations and scientific certainty from that which is mere opinion, conjecture, and philosophical ramblings. The existence of God is completely outside the realm of scientific inquiry. 
The only reason science dismisses intelligent design is because science rejects God. Science can deal with beginnings, but science cannot deal with origins because origins self-exist. Among that which self-exists are matter, energy, life, intelligence, and potential. That is the only thing that can account for the fact that there is something rather than nothing. It also answers the ultimate question, where does God come from? God has always existed as a form of intelligence. The same is true for all life. The essence we call life cannot be created or destroyed. It must self-exist. According to science, matter and energy cannot be created or destroyed, but matter and energy can be organized. The question is, is matter and energy organized by accident or by intelligent design? Christians may understandably say, God fills the gap. It is intelligent design, and God is the intelligent designer. It has become an I-told-you-so kind of gloating. To the not-so-noble motive, Christians, under their breath, say, Duh! On the one hand, I agree unequivocally that God is the Creator. However, I am a child of science. I am comfortable in this element. I don't agree with the conclusions of theorists who actively work to discredit God. Their theories will eventually go by the wayside. But I trust those who employ the practical side of science to theoretical ideas. They are on the right track. If they persist, they will eventually close the gap in a scientific manner. The sooner scientists drop the there is no God obsession, the better. God will never be disproven. But what scientists and some Christians haven't figured out is that God works only by law. There is a law behind everything that God does. It is God who organizes law. That is why it is called intelligent design. If that were not so, science would not have progressed as far as it has. Our world would not be as we know it with electronics, amazing cures, and constant inventions. On the other hand, Christians need to understand that every truth discovered by science gets us one step closer to understanding the ways of God. Christianity is safe. Any theory that discredits God will fail. They are seeds that fall by the wayside. However, it is as meaningless to try to prove the existence of God by using science as it is to try to prove the non-existence of God by using science. Both are a dead end. The law that something can never come from nothing must be absolute. If that law is not true, then everything is fiction. All creation is preceded by law. If something can come from nothing, anything is possible, from the wildest fairy tales to the most imaginative science fiction. If something can come from nothing, science is nothing more than an elaborate theory, a vision of reality that lasts only as long as man lasts. If something can come from nothing, then all dreams will die when we die. The biggest fallacy of science is that something can come from nothing. From that false assumption, many errors in science are made. Whereas I do not challenge the prevailing belief that a Big Bang occurred, nor do I challenge that obvious fact that evolution exists. However, I do challenge the false theories surrounding the Big Bang and the theory of evolution. All atheism can be traced back to the false principle that something can come from nothing. We know, of course, from Newton's laws that matter and energy cannot be created or destroyed means that matter and energy must self-exist. 
What we can learn from this is that we should never fear truth regardless of the source. All theories that try to disprove God will eventually go by the wayside, for the seeds are sown on rocky ground. We must be patient with science. We must separate the practical from the theoretical. All science that tries to disprove God is theoretical, and we should not allow the authority of science to affect our faith in God. Truth will triumph always. Science may discover truth, but it can never create truth. We must be patient with science as they catch up. The day will come when science and religion will come back together. As Isaiah said, They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountains, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.